0: Hello and welcome back to Beniah, Mighty Man of God by P.H. Thompson, an audiobook. This is chapter 16. Now when Abner had returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside in the gate to speak with him privately, and there stabbed him in the stomach, so that he died for the blood of Azahel his brother. 2 Samuel 3.27 David visited Michal in the woman's apartments. Beniah remained on guard outside the room, even though David left the door open. There was a long silence when he first entered the room, and Beniah imagined they just looked at each other after years apart. How are you? Beniah heard David finally ask. I am as well as can be expected, my lord, McCall answered softly. McCall, you know I didn't want it to be this way. I would have taken you with me, or come back for you, but your father. I know, McCall answered quietly. Then he gave you to another, even while we were still married. Her voice hardened. Do not speak of it. I lived it. McCall, I can't promise you a relationship like we had in the past. Much has happened. Much has changed. I know. You have other wives. Yes, I do. But your marriage, I can't pretend it didn't happen. I can't help that. It's not like my father asked me, McCall shouted. beniah heard her begin to cry. Don't cry, love. How can you call me that? What am I to you now, David. I have the status of a wife, but not even the privileges of a concubine. I am nothing. At least with Paltiel, I knew I was loved. Do not speak his name, David commanded harshly, but then added, You are still the king's wife. You will be cared for. Michal huffed. I know I am just here to demonstrate your power over the house of Saul and that pathetic brother of mine. Nevertheless, I am glad to have you back, McCall. Silence. I'll give you some time to adjust, but then I want to see you daily at my table. David was almost out the door when she called his name. He paused, but did not turn back to her. He was facing Beniah when McCall insisted, I will not live among these other women. Find me a more suitable place. David pressed his lips together and loudly exhaled, but didn't respond. Once they were out of the court of the women, David said to Beniah, "'That woman! I can't believe she can bring out so many different emotions in the, in me in the space of a few moments. "'I missed her so much. I would have held her, as I wanted to, "'but I know that wouldn't have been enough for either of us. "'Then she makes me so angry with her demands, "'reminding me she is the daughter of a king and therefore deserves special treatment.' "'But I wasn't sure if David expected a response. He had none to give. "'It was just as he suspected.' "'Life with more than one wife was bound to have conflict. "'What would you have us to do, my lord?' Beniah finally asked. "'Speak to Ahi in charge of the court of the women. "'Allow Michal to redecorate her apartment, "'but she will not live separately from my other wives. "'She'll have to learn how to get along. We're a family.' "'Soon after David returned to the common room, "'a messenger arrived with urgent news. "'My lord, Abner, son of Ner, he is dead.' David sighed and rubbed his forehead. "'Tell me.' "'It was General Joab, my lord. "'He sent messages after Abner as soon as he left here, "'asking to meet with him at the city gate. "'Then he motioned for him to come aside privately. "'When he did, he stabbed Abner in the stomach. "'It was horrible. "'There was so much blood, "'it even spilled over onto Joab's sandals. "'David let out a heavy breath and shook his head in dismay. "'Oh, Joab, what have you done?' He said it so quietly that only Benaiah heard him. Then he stood and announced in a loud voice, Before God I declare, I and my kingdom are innocent of the blood of Abner, son of Ner. David went further, pronouncing a curse on Joab. Let the guilt of this crime be on the head of Joab and his father's house and all their descendants. May there always be illness, infirmity, tragedy, and deprivation because he has done this thing. Benaiah thought it was interesting that Joab's father's line was cursed and not his mother's, as that would include David himself in the curse, since Joab's mother was David's sister Zariah. It was just as Benaiah feared. When it seemed there might finally be peace in Israel with David as king, Joab took this opportunity to take vengeance on Abner for the death of his brother Azahel. From what Benaiah understood of that unfortunate incident, Abner had killed him in self-defense during a battle. Because of that, Joab could not even legally claim to be taking vengeance for the blood of this relative. No, Joab was just acting out his rash and vindictive nature. Benaiah suspected Joab's murder of Abner was also motivated by his own aspirations of power. He saw Abner as a legitimate contender for the role of general once David was king, and he would not allow it. Now the future was uncertain. Would the elders of Israel still want David to be king when their representative had been murdered? Would they even believe David's innocence in the matter? David ordered a state funeral for Abner. He even demanded Joab make an appearance. Tear your clothes, he ordered them, and cover yourselves in sackcloth, and mourn for Abner. Benaiah could see Joab reluctantly going through the ceremony of burial. He apparently had no tears to cry for Abner. Unlike David, who followed the procession and wept, they buried Abner in Hebron. At the grave David's voice rose higher than any of the other mourners, and all the people wept. The king even sang a lament over Abner, as he had for Saul and Jonathan. Should Abner die as a fool dies? Your hands were not bound, nor your feet put in fetters. As a man falls before wicked men, so you fell. Benaiah knew David's grief over Abner's death was genuine, but it was only after David refused to eat until after the sunset that the people were finally convinced that he had no part in Abner's murder. "Today a great prince of a man has fallen in Israel," David exclaimed before his servants. Benaiah concurred. He had great respect for Abner as a soldier, as a faithful servant and great military leader even though his loyalties were on the wrong side of the conflict most of his life. Joab was probably right in fearing that David would set Abner over the whole army of Israel. Abner deserved the position. This act has weakened my throne because these men, he motioned toward Joab and Abishai, but couldn't bring himself to even say their names, the sons of Zariah are too ruthless for my liking, but I know the Lord will repay wicked men accordingly. Benaiah wondered at David's inaction to Joab's murder of Abner. Although he denounced the crime, pronounced a guilty verdict on Joab, uttered curses against him and his father's descendants, and separated himself from the crime politically, he failed to punish Joab directly and decisively. He was leaving it to the Lord to repay him, when it was David's responsibility as king to see that justice was done. Benaiah speculated that the reason for his hesitation to act against Joab was related to Joab's considerable power and reputation in Israel, as well as their familial relationship. But he couldn't help but wonder, would this failure to reign in Joab one day rebound to hurt David's future? Keep listening for chapter 17.